Well, hello and welcome, William. Welcome. Thank you, you, Ben. Welcome, listeners, to the Inhabit podcast. On behalf of myself and the listeners, we appreciate the welcome. It's good. I'm glad. Welcome to you also. Oh, thank you. Thank you. It's good to see you. It's good to be with you. It's always a pleasure. In the flesh, again. No more Zoom for us. Stuff that. Get out of here, Zoom. (laughs) Poor, Poor Zoom. It actually, like got us through a pretty significant thing and we're all resentful and yeah we're not very grateful towards yeah. it yeah i wonder how they feel about that oh well no way to know is there we could ask send them an email how do you feel about everyone resenting <laughs> you after you saved the world <laughs> oh it's good well today we're just we're just going to do a little habit check-in and uh we're going to check in on each other and how our little habits have been going over the last couple of months through a bunch of change. Yeah, I mean, we talk a lot. We talk a lot about how other people should have a go at establishing habits, and you know, we kind of give tips and tricks. But you know, we thought let's let's have a look at our own habit forming and how we're going and what we're learning and what obstacles we're facing. Mm. So let's start with you, Benj. Mm. Let's uh, let's let's say last three to six months. Any, any time within that window, are there kind of particular habits that you've been focusing on, new ones that you're starting or old ones that you're trying to break or things like that? Yeah, so um, uh, the, the one that I spent most energy on or that the was sort of most forma- foremost in my uh, formation, particularly when COVID first hit, was um, I knew, you know, all the structure in my life had gone out the window as much as I had with everyone else. And uh, so I, I decided just to um, set up some, some fixed hour prayer. And so uh, what I did is I set an alarm at 9 a.m. at 12 at midday and at 3 p.m. And every day uh, those alarms go off at 9 a.m. I pray the Lord's Prayer. Really simple. Takes about 15 seconds. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done. You're on earth as it is in heaven. Give us our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors and lead us not into temptation, but deliver, deliver us from the evil one. And if I'm feeling it, I throw in the old, the old Catholic for yours is the kingdom, kingdom the power, power and, and the glory, glory forever, forever and ever and ever. Amen. Amen. So that happens at 9am. And, uh, so that's your second time today. That's my, that's my second, our father today. Yes. Prayed yes, up. Yes. Yes. 12 o'clock. I pray the, Jesus Creed, which is love the Lord you God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. And then at 3 p.m., um, I just ask someone to bring, uh, ask God to bring someone to mind, and then I pray the blessing over them from Numbers six. The Lord bless you and keep you, make His face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The so Lord good. turn His face towards you and give you peace. Has the Lord ever brought me to your mind? Yeah. I feel it's, really, it's, it's really, really blessed. It, that's my favorite prayer of the day, honestly, because the most random people come to my mind. And it's just really I'm beautiful. A you are random. It's just really beautiful to pray a blessing over someone. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Okay, I have a couple of questions for you. Um, I find that anytime I try and uh, use the reminders on my phone to establish a habit, I've done this a few times, 
I become desensitized to these alarms very quickly. Yes. I just ignore them. So what, how's I, that going? I, I have found the same thing, except this is, I've, I very intentionally this time made sure that whatever I was doing, the habit I was, I was placing to it was super achievable. Right. So if I'm in a, in a real rush, like the midday one, love the Lord, go with all your heart, soul, mind, strength, and love your neighbor itself. That can be done. That's like, what was that? 2.4 seconds. Mm. And so um, I can take as little or as long time as I want. Um, and so that's been really helpful because if I'm mm. feeling it, I can just really spend time praying through the Lord's Prayer. If I'm not, if I'm in a meeting or something, if I'm having a conversation with someone, like I can do it in my mind. Mm. Um, and it's just really, really simple. That is so good. Because I, so I think good. the thing I found with those sending an alarm to do a habit, the reason you put it off is because it's it's too big to do in the moment, mm. and you can find something, you can find an excuse. But if the habit's so small, then it's not worth finding an excuse. So yeah, that's great. So next question would be, uh, as you have been doing these fixed hour prayers, what have been some of the benefits of that habit? Have you felt that kind of reorienting your perspective a bit or what are some of the things that it's doing for you? Yeah. I mean, it's been beautiful starting the day-ish, starting the work day with the Lord's Prayer. And there's always something, you know, I love that line. Um, your, your kingdom come, your will be done here on earth, here in my house as it is in heaven. Um, it, it, for me, it's just been like a little bit of trellis, a little bit of structure. And um, just a little uh, click back into what I want to orient my my life and my world around. Mm. Um, and midday, you know, just reminding myself, I want to love God and I want to love my neighbors. And there's been a few times where it's been like, oh, what I was doing right now, I wasn't being very loving towards towards God or towards my neighbors. Um, and to pray for something every day, to pray, pray for, someone. for someone every day has been... It's been great. Yeah, that's awesome. Does it ever, uh, if you have the space, does it ever start with that short prayer and then lead you into like a bit more of a spontaneous prayer space? It hasn't. It hasn't actually, no. That's okay. The reason I ask that is because I so love what you're saying about the simplicity of it. You've memorized those things. You can do them when you're doing some other task. It's very simple. And so I've found one habit area where I've been having a bit of success is um, I, I've wanted to get better at kind of journaling and uh, I journal, I've always journal, but very like hit and miss, very patchy. Um, if you look through my journals, it's amazing how time can pass pretty quickly between pages. Like, oh, there's a month. Um, so I've tried to just make it a rule that I, I kind of want to write. I have two times a day where I do this. In the morning, I do a quick little brain dump. And before I go to bed, I write a prayer. But I've tried to really talk myself into, you just got to do it every day, even if you're only writing one sentence. So the prayer at the end of the day sometimes is just, dear God, I am tired. Amen. I wrote my prayer. Or in the morning, I might just write one sentence like, great sleep last night or terrible sleep last night. And then I find that when I have the space, it becomes longer, but it's having that foundation of the smallest version possible gives me the foundation to be able to then do the, the longer thing when yeah, I can. Absolutely. And I think, you know, once once you've built in that rhythm where that, you know, the the night thing becomes habitual, then you can build on that. 
you can you can yeah. stack on top on top of that even if the stacking is an extra component to your journaling in the last couple of months have you missed any days or nights rarely okay, like i'll probably good. miss once every three weeks i'd wow. say at the moment what makes you miss mm. either either it's just a late night and i kind of uh, i sort of have this ongoing dialogue between I also know that sleep is a, an important habit that mm. I need to improve in. So sometimes I'm like, right now, I just need to get that habit going. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but generally speaking, I've still tried to, unless I'm like bone dead tired, still try and just put the one sentence in. Mm. That's good. So the only times you've really missed is because it's conflicting with another uh, desired habit. Essentially. It's interesting. Yeah. That's good. Mm. And uh, are there anything, anything else, you know, physically you did to set up those, those yes. cues for you? Yes, yes, yes. I think I might have mentioned this to you, but that's been a huge part of the success here as well. One, it's very easy, but the other thing is I've got one journal that sits in this, next to this armchair where I go have the kind of my, my little nighttime reflection before bed and it has its designated spot with its designated pen. And that journal and that pen do not leave that spot. So they just, it's one purpose. And then I have a different um, notebook that I do my morning kind of dumps in. And it's more of like the work and productivity and creativity one. And I, every night before I go to bed, I put it open on my kitchen table with its pen. So it's like they both are just there. When mm. I, I'm going to arrive at the table every morning and I'm going to arrive at the chair every evening and they, they both have their journal and pen ready. That's nice. I like that. Because it's, it's amazing how easy it is. You can have this um, habit going and if the pen's not there, you don't do it. Yep. Or if the journal's yeah, in your bag yeah. and you didn't get it out of your bag, you don't do it. So I've just found that those little environmental factors That's can, right. can make a huge difference. You've got to set yourself up for success in all the simplest ways that you can. Yeah. And, and break down all the, all the resistance. Totally. What sort, of, uh, what sort of notebooks are we talking we're talking moleskin. The yeah, the the morning ones are moleskin. Okay. The evening one is like, and it's funny because the evening ones like this beautiful leather bound, you know, like amazing recycled paper book that somebody gave me years ago, and it's beautiful, but it's like too big to kind of take anywhere. Mm. So for I've had it for years and kind of gone. That's a really nice gift. It looks really lovely, but it's not practical. Right. But having it in this one spot where it doesn't have to move anywhere, it's like it's working. That's good. So we're not talking your 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 pleb notebooks. No, they're not you've, plebs. You've invested some money into this habit. Somebody else has. <laughs> okay, yes. Yeah, As a gift. <laughs> As, and the funny thing was, like literally, I reckon it was maybe three months ago, I I saw this journal on my shelf and I picked it up and I looked through and I saw that the last page I'd written in it, this prayer one, was about a year ago. Mm. And I flicked back and it was like there was a few entries and then it was like another year before that. Mm. And so I'd had a go at using this thing a couple times mm-hmm. and it literally now spans like maybe four or five years. But I reckon I've now like I've got this like three-month streak of using it almost every day and the last three months have more pages used than the last three or four years. But it's just randomly I just picked it up and I just went, I'm just going to do this kind of, I'm really going to make it a daily thing. That's cool. That's kind of like a testament of 
years of wanting to do something and now over the last couple of months actually having having the tools yeah to put it in place and the intention was always the same the desire was always the same yeah the only change was just keeping it in the same location and having that simple small like the the often what kills a thing like journaling i think is we have this expectation that i need to write pages yeah or even that i need to write page rather than i need to write words words one sentence that's good that's yeah. cool yeah hey we were talking um the other day about uh that movie a beautiful day in the neighborhood a beautiful movie is that what it's called beautiful, well it is a beautiful, beautiful day, day in the neighborhood, neighborhood. Yeah. yeah yeah tom hanks it's playing um a good tom uh mr rogers mr rogers were you aware of mr rogers Nah, we i mean we're australian mate no, I was I was actually aware of him. I had heard of him only in um, the context of like uh, sort of missiologists yeah. loving loving him because he's like he just sort of um, you know was really into this incarnational thing where he just sort of was uh, present mm. in in the media industry and just a, a really uh, faithful presence there in just bringing good news, not in an explicit way mm. around Jesus necessarily, but just a good um, news life. A good news life and shaped, you know, generations around. Yeah. Um, so if anyone's listening and hasn't heard of Mr. Rogers, he's like a, a like American hero who was a children's TV presenter. And his show was similar to something like Sesame Street, which is why I'm interested. Like we obviously got Sesame Street, but for some reason Mr. Yeah. Rogers remained kind of as a very American um, icon. Um, but just like this incredibly beautiful presence and, and had this real calling to like I'm speaking to that one child on mm. the other side of the camera who mm-hmm. needs to hear these words, who needs to have an adult present with them at this point in time. Anyway, we, we were speaking about this movie because I watched it recently and one of the scenes in the movie and obviously it's, you know, it's a movie but it's based on, it's based on the, the kind of uh, real life of Mr. Rogers. And there's a scene where somebody's asking like what are the things he does that enable him to be so patient, to be so present, to, to kind of keep doing this day in and day out with such a sense of integrity. And there's this answer given kind of like, well, he swims his laps. This is his wife. She was like, he swims his laps. He prays for people by name. He does one or two other things like this. But they were just like these little habits. And there's a scene in the movie where he's sitting on the edge of the pool and he's just saying people's names out loud. And it's kind of like that mix of he's doing his daily laps and he's praying for people by name. What really struck me was that he was just saying their name. So sitting there, he'd say Benj Gould, Will Small, you know, next name, carry on. And I just saw that. I thought it, it like all you have to do is pray for the person by their name rather than, you know, I've got to carve out half an hour to, go through my list of names to pray for that's great if you can do it but often again what stops me from praying for other people is that i feel like i don't have the time or the energy and so i've just been practicing you know a bit like what you were saying you kind of invite god to bring somebody to mind uh before i go to bed at night i've just been trying to do that and just saying names that god brings to my mind and trusting that god knows what their needs are and the spirit is interceding kind of with me um, but that's been a really beautiful habit that I've been trying to establish, just saying people's names and just uh, trusting God to 
lead me to the people that I can kind of partner with him in yeah. advocating for in that really simple way. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, for sure. I've, I found that thing with my three o'clock prayer as well is that because I already know what I'm going to pray. So those four lines from that verse, um, it just makes it so easy to pray for someone. Mm. And it's just like a habitual way to make sure that I am just consistently praying for at least one person a day, which is, which is cool. The other thing I love about that movie was the most incredible part. I don't want to give it away, but um, there's a part in the middle of the movie where there's just like silence. Mm. It's like 60 seconds. I think Mr. Rogers tells another guy to take 60 seconds of silence, but the, you know, there's, there's actually like no noise at all. And we were in a movie theater, Mel and I, a room full of people, and you could just see like just something go across the room. Mm. And I've never experienced anything like that in a movie before. And it just highlighted to me like how important um, space and silence is in our culture, which is so full of noise and stimulation mm. that it, it took going to a movie theater to actually have that. But you collectively saw, you know, a hundred people experience this, this moment of silence and you kind of feel the, the exhale and the change in the room. It was, mm, it was crazy. Yeah. Love that. It's good. So great movie. Great movie. Great movie in general, but actually quite a great movie in terms of the power of habits and, and yeah, the power of pausing, the power of being present. Yes. I love that you wrote, actually, I recently uh, posted this thing on Facebook for one of my other podcasts, Mankind, you know, what are the words that you would want to see associated with manhood? And your answer was just the word present. Mm. And that, that a lot of people's answers really, I thought were great, but that definitely struck a chord with me because it's mm. something I desire so much, but struggle with so much. And I don't know if that's partly just uh, my Enneagram 7 personality, but or, or just a broader cultural or human thing that we're kind of always living in the past or the future. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I, I've been thinking about that idea of presence a lot. And uh, Tozer, you know, this you know, theological giant, he, um, he says uh, the central fact of Christianity is the presence of God. Mm. And uh, that we are, we are uh, God's responsibility is to be present. Our responsibility is to tend to the presence of God. Wow. And I've been thinking about like, you know, what's been so, you know, a lot of churches have been online recently, which has been great. We can do the Facebook thing, um, you know, got the technology. That's cool. But um, what's been missing from actually gathering with people is presence. Mm. Like the content can be the same. The songs can be the same. But it's actually being present with one another and mediating the presence of God mm. to one another. And I think there's so much in that. Presence is yeah. the way to change the world. Absolutely gold. Well, this was a great little check-in. And maybe if people are feeling inspired, I certainly am, why don't you just turn this off and spend this, the largest amount of time that you can allow that's a small amount of time, one minute, two minutes, five minutes, just being present, taking a deep breath and inviting God to bring your awareness to the present moment. Mm-hmm.